0: Thank you.
1: Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of the So Rare Ramble. I am your host, SR Monkey, or David, or whatever you want to call me, really, and I'll be joined by uh, by Lagden, who goes by uh, LagdenFF FF on um, Twitter, goes by So Rare Lagden, I think, on So Rare. How are you doing?
0: Well, very well, mate. Um, anyone would think that we, you know, we've done these podcasts before, yet. Yeah. It's taken us a while to set up. We've got there. We've had to work out the old audio, where it's from, just off the old mic, and um, yeah, ready to go, ready to kind of jump back into the content game as such.
1: Yeah, for people that don't know, some people I'm sure that listen, I know that are on uh, so rare, or on previous platforms, so they've probably heard us drone on before. Um, but uh, for other people, uh, we met through Footstock, although I think we were both on... Um, uh, both on football index at some stage as well both got out of that then joined footstock and had fairly heartbreaking results there have you got over it yet Callum I'm getting there it's taken me a while. I
0: mean it must be what two years now I think and it's just very different because that was I was I was all in I was you know with with content with the time that I spent on it with money and this is really different for me. I'm, I'm really not, which is, I'm not saying that I don't enjoy it. It's not that in any way, but I'm very sensible. I don't really consume content. It's a good addition to my life rather than footstock was like very, very heavy in terms of it, it was the first thing I'd do in the morning. I'd check, you know, the Slack channel all the way throughout the day. So this is quite nice to actually get to a stage where I'm, you know, I don't know the ins and outs. I'm not going to sit here and pretend I'm some expert and, and knows every player under the sun and every league under the sun. But what is nice is the fact that I play so rare for, in my mind, I guess what it's meant for, which is the the SO5 and the having that extra excitement on a weekend
1: rather than it being my whole life. So, yeah, so it's a nice difference. So that brings us on to one of the questions that I asked, because... For those that don't know, Callan did briefly join the platform about a year and a half ago, bought a few cards, he was a busy man, didn't really have time, often forgot to submit the teams, um, if I remember rightly, and uh, then sold up. Actually, I think at a profit on quite a few of the cards, made a decent profit out of those. I think it was a lot of Mexican cards that persuaded you to buy, wasn't it? There was. I bought a load of players I never heard of, never watched, never done anything,
0: and I, I messaged David, and he was like, "Yeah, buy this one, this one, this one, this one," and um, I think I put in two thousand pound at the time, and that literally bought me about seven or eight rares. It wasn't a lot, and I didn't think it was before the limits. Like it was, it was before limited were around. So it was just the rares. and I just couldn't. I couldn't get on board of it. I couldn't because I couldn't afford to buy anyone. It was players that were playing when I was sleeping. But I think I managed to sell them, yeah, for, I think I made about 400 quid off it. And then it was only when the Prem came back on, I was like, okay, maybe maybe it's time to get back into this. Because while my gallery at the minute is a bit varied and there is sort of players here, there and everywhere, um, it, it's the Prem that really kind of got me back on board and went, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw some good money into this. Well, I say good money, it's nowhere near, you know, what previous platforms i've put in i'm very comfortable now in terms of i don't i couldn't care less if my players went to zero if i'm really honest i just do it for the the pleasure i'm not here to make money on it um obviously if i do along the way then fantastic but i and i generally mean it i could not care less if it went down to zero um so yeah i'm i, I did i went for two years ago i couldn't really get on board because it was just players that weren't for me and now now that i can buy my my good old spurs boys i'm i'm fully in
1: yeah i did notice actually that you've built um A reasonably reasonably big collection now of the Spurs guys, obviously lacking a few players, uh, one of them being uh, Harry Kane. Do you expect him to start the season with you guys? I do. Really? I love the optimism right
0: out of the gate. I have said that the last five, six years, David, I've been right every year so far. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't don't know. I'm obviously very blindly optimistic. But in terms of obviously... uh, the collections coming in obviously i want to have the majority i think i'm only missing sort of four or five spurs players and kane is one just because i think his price is still a bit bloated in the in the case of if he does go and if he doesn't go then i'll wait a couple of a couple of months so hopefully that limit will go down to 120 130 i'd maybe hope then i'd maybe jump in but i mean i think he's close to 200 so i think the buy-in factor and price is still in there so yeah um, I'm trying to trying to finish the Spurs collection. A lot of them are like the really obscure ones that don't have many cards. Like Brian Hill is like 15 quid who will probably be sold again, but I don't really want him. Like Lucas Moore has still not got a club even though he left a while ago. Uh, I think I'm missing Matt Dockett because there weren't many. And there's one other player that I'm missing. I can't remember enough off my head. But yeah, I'm nearly there. I'm nearly on the full collection.
1: Yeah, it's tough, isn't it? I was looking at um, Harry Kane the other day and his price is absurd, which I guess is, you know, if he goes to buy and he'll crush... And but the thing is, even if he stays at Spurs, you would expect him to still crush. Maybe not quite as much, but he's still gonna be a, a rock solid option. But uh yeah, so aside from that, obviously you, you bought a lot of your players early on. Um you've not bought huge amounts recently, mainly sort of the Spurs guys, it looks like trying to fill out the the squad where are you at you said you, you know you're not too first and you know compared to money that we had in other platforms it is a, a relatively small amount you have on the platform if you see a player are you are you still thinking yeah i can go and get him no no i'm not
0: i am i'm fully in on trying to finish the spurs collection and then pretty much every other player has, has been rewards um I, I bought in at a terrible time obviously i didn't know it it was just like maybe a week before everything crashed like 50 odd percent I think the worst one I've had is is it Drew at, at Austin um I think I bought for 180 pound and he's literally worth about a tenner now <laughs> that was probably about three months ago I bought him I know that he's not really done anything this year um so yeah I bought in at, at horrible prices um obviously I know it was a lot worse for a lot of the other people so I can't really complain too much but yeah it was that sort of price and you know um mukta was like 100 pound It's when i just sort of started buying into mls and now they're obviously all halved if not more money wise um so yeah they're there and i don't really look to to buy I'm, I'm happy with my collection i can enter pretty much every region every competition i'm a bit of a hoarder because i'm, I'm in my mind of a set of oh, I might need this one player in a random midweek in a random competition that I've only got four players and he might be the fifth that he gets his debut for the club. So I've got, because I was looking, I've got 49 rewards and I've not sold any of them. And most of them are £1 fodder. Uh, but never know, David, one day might be their day when they can come in and and, and celebrate. And yeah, exactly, really yeah.
1: Yeah, I see you and uh, Toby Alderweid. 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 Yeah, I'm annoyed, so I've already got one of him. That oh, was when I finished. You?
0: Um, I think I finished ninth in Cap 220 like a week ago, maybe a week and a half ago. And it, yeah, it was a tier two. I finished tenth and got a tier two, and in my mind that baffled me. But it must have been a small. Again, I I don't know the details of how they work it out. I just go with it. I was given a tier two, so yeah, I was a bit annoyed about that. So I got rid of Iron. And then the other big win I had was a tier zero um, when I came second in Champion America of an Atlas stack that I'll probably thank you for, David. I think I would not have bought any of them without you. (laughs) And i got a Carlos here, which I'd also had one of him as well. So I'm a bit annoyed that my my biggest wins tend to be duplicates of players. But I said, I can't bring myself to sell them. Um, I probably should have last weekend because his price was like 20 quid because obviously they were the only league that had come back early. So I probably should have sold him, but I, I really struggle. So, yeah, I'm happy with my collection. I don't really look to buy too much. Obviously, I want Madison, to, but I'm waiting for his price to hopefully die a little bit. I want Vicario, obviously the new Spurs keeper. But again, he's like 50 quid, and I can't really justify that when other good keepers at the minute are like 20, 30 quid. So i wait for him, probably for a new card to come out. And then, yeah, and then hopefully Kane will stay, and then I'll, I'll get him as well. And then the rest, I'm happy to run with my gallery, my collection, and then build it up with
1: rewards. For what it's worth, just uh, to point out to listeners, Callum has got 191 limiteds and a single rare, which I assume is for kickoff. Um, it is for kickoff, yeah. Yeah, it is. I've seen you rolling it, actually, and it doesn't seem to have had many... Um, many rewards yet, but you know, maybe this season, but, uh, so he has got, anyway, my point is he's got a decent deep gallery. Um, you know, he's got a lot of the guys, PSU fans will be happy that he's got two Carlos heels in the gallery. Um, you know, but he's got some decent, decent players, but the reason like specifically that I wanted to do this podcast with Callum is because of that mentality. He's a smaller player. He's got a smaller gallery. You know he's just bought a house he's got a lot of things going on in his life so he can't afford to stick loads of money in and i think that's probably going to be the position of a lot of listeners so i'm interested and i'm sure the listeners will be interested in sort of you know various strategies you apply going forward or we come up with going forward that you know can deliver results on a gallery that you know you aren't necessarily going to put huge amounts of money in down the line or maybe down the line you will but certainly not for the foreseeable
0: no i think that's what. It's quite nice as well. Obviously, you know, you're the one that knows every league, every, you know, tiny little factor of, of so rare where I don't think I could tell you the scoring matrix. I don't think I could tell you 10 YouTube people or anything like that. I'm I'm very out of the game. So I love it because it gets me the chance now to listen in and take as much as I possibly can. And and just Robert, like I said, for me, it's it's a case of let me get some players I'm going to enjoy watching that will hopefully win me a few re- rewards along the way. And just then those tiny little things that you can do to pick up. Like I've never traded. I'm not a trader. I don't buy players to sell them. I buy them and I hoard them, mainly by Spurs players, and then just hold the rewards. And just picking up little bits here and there is, is the reason why I think this is going to be you know quite exciting for me as well, to, to be able to learn off a lot of guests that probably know a lot more than I do. I mean, I was trying to read the the Cash Wallet update and my head's baffled. Like, I don't understand ETH. I don't understand any of it in my mind, I'm thinking, I think that means I can now deposit it in pounds and buy in pounds rather than the whole sitch of ETH, but that's the sort of player that I am, so yeah, it's going to be an exciting journey and one that hopefully, when we're talking here this time next year, my gallery has got a few higher more rewards in, maybe I even go up to Rares, I doubt it, because I tried Rares before and I don't like buying players that I don't really know, and I'm not into one of those, you know some people delve in into so red data. you might be one of them, that you know, for like an hour, you're like, I'm going to go and find the best obscure Cap 240 player I can possibly find to win me a threshold. I'm not bothered. I don't want to have to do that. I don't have the time to do that. I just want to buy players that I know, mainly Premier League players, certainly moving forward. So, yeah, that, that's the way we're going to go with
1: this. Nice. And yes, I do spend a couple of hours a day probably on so rare data. I do, unfortunately, know the scoring matrix, you know, and all those things. And it's interesting from my point of view because... when we're talking about when i speak to people you know primarily on twitter about stuff i just assume that they know what i know but yeah it's interesting and you know i'm sure you know i have plenty of time on my hands i do have time to sort of you know delve into stuff and go down you know so red data wormholes in sort of you know searching for different options um but not everybody does you know the normal person has a job they have busy lives they don't have time to sort of you know spend Hours and hours a day, but um I'll tell you what
0: I have done recently, though, David, that might surprise you. I bought the So Rare Data membership.
1: Nice, and I've done
0: that because I like to see the percentage of like how many games are left, how many players are left. I love it. So I was like, wow, I spend. I think it's is it ten pound a month? Might be twenty
1: pound. I can't remember.
0: But yeah, that's the my first bit. I'm like, wow, I'm a So Rare player now. I,
1: uh, <laughs> I spent the membership on that. I'm sure Andrew Laird will be happy to hear that, and the rest of the So Rare Data crew uh yeah no exactly i remember actually my membership it didn't lapse but i changed my name or something and for whatever reason once you change your name on so rare it doesn't you have to log, re-log in on SoRare data so i went in one day on the SoRare data app and clicked on how you know the percentage of uh, games played or whatever and it wasn't coming up and i realized i wasn't actually logged in or didn't have a subscription so i had to log out and log back in but yeah no i agree with you that's something i look at and actually when a week opens, I often go in and look and see how many dead lineups there'll be already. Cause you can see how, like, especially in mid-weeks, if you click on it, you can see that, you know, sometimes 50, 60% of the cards have already been played and that's cause they don't have games that week. Um, so it automatically makes them feel a little bit better, especially if I've got a, only got a four man team out there. But um, yeah, so, and okay. So get, going back onto me then, um, I guess I'm not exactly polar opposite, but pretty opposite. You know, I am, I guess, balls deep in so rare. You know, I don't have any uniques and I can't imagine that I'll get up to there because for the foreseeable future, I want to try and buy more super rares or better super rares. But I have fast approaching, what, 900 card, or 850 cards. Um, for the first time in a long time, my rares now outnumber my limiteds. Um, I'll still be playing limiteds, but as you may have noticed on Twitter, I'm giving all the rewards away for the until the end of August, um, which hasn't gone so well the last two weeks. But I, you know, I've pulled some decent cards so far early on, but uh, hopefully that will change in the next week or so. I'm, but I'm a hoarder as well. You could probably anyone that's got that many cards is definitely a hoarder you know, occasionally I'll go through every single card I have, you know, and it takes bloody hours. And I think actually I really don't need him. And I can't see him doing anything, but then for the majority of them, I'll go through them and I will look at a player and I think, you know, I think he could have a better season this season worth keeping, you know, or this player could get a move or, you know, this guy's a red X. There's no point selling him now because he's worth deadly squats. So I might as well move that, you know, move on to someone else, you know, and it's been heartbreaking, Particularly this transfer window because of the Saudi stuff. Have you lost any players to the, the Saudi moves yet? Well, I
0: didn't realize until I was looking through my gallery, I've got about six red X's now. So I don't know if <laughs> loads of them have gone. It's, again, proves how much I, I pay attention. But I oh, would I don't know how to pronounce his second name. So it's it's me, obviously, I think he's killed a lot of people, but he also killed my lineup, which I put it onto it, which double bubble really frustrated me because I had, again, my solid Atlas stack that. I love with Vargas, Reyes, Santa Marino, Eni, something like that, Rocha, all of that little stat there. And yeah. I, I just had um, celery and, and uh, the bloke that was at Atlas has gone to Contreras. Yeah, him. I just had him left as well. And um, thankfully, the other one didn't go either. So he's been my main one. But obviously, when it's limited it's gone from like 50 quid to like a tenner so i'm really not that bothered but i actually saw someone picking up his rare for like 50 quid and for me like eventually something's going to happen right if all of these players head across the Saudi, so rare can't just ignore it especially when the big players like you know i mean he scores hundreds and and 80s and 90s eventually something's going to happen so i think anyone that's playing the long-term game that wants a bit i can't see a lot of downside to buying players like that at the minute personally so yeah he's my only one um what about you
1: yeah i've had a few um a couple in the last two days mostly not rares but literally the last two days i've lost um nagui Nogue- grampus the brazilian forward Mateus, um he's gone out there that was heartbreaking because he was one of my best forwards in asia and then one of my better forwards Although he wasn't having a particularly good season until his last match uh Guides from Corinthians, um, that was particularly heartbreaking. So I've had to go out and look for Fords, and I've got a real shortage on rare forwards. I've got a real shortage on quite a few rare cards, actually, this weekend particularly. So I cannot wait for Champion Europe to kick off and Eredivisie and all of that malarkey. Give me an average of how long it takes for you to set your lineups, because I'm very
0: lazy and <laughs> I, don't, I don't check a lot and again at the minute i'm a bit lazy and go so data and that new like thing and if anyone's got a triple a i'm all over it i'm like throw in i know there's play sharp and all that but i'm lazy how long does it take you because i regret it. if i and i am going to pay a lot more attention this year i'm going to try and actually like look at whether people are suspended and injured and all these kind of things but
1: are we talking hours for me yeah um i spend a lot more time on rares than I do limiteds. Um, although normally I'll have a play sharper and so rare data because in so rare data, if there's, you know, if it's a player's down as 70% or something like that to start, then, you know, that could be a lot of people just think that I've just been copying from the week before that it's going to start that didn't know that he was suspended or something. Whereas on play sharper, often it's more likely that they will spot it's done by a single person that they'll have the actual answer so primarily i use so rare data but then also looking at play sharper but yeah i guess when especially when champion europe's back it's probably going to take me two hours to do rare hour and a half to do limited maybe you know chuck in another 30 minutes for fiddling around with like super rares and stuff like that so yeah it does take a fair whack of time and i appreciate most people don't have that amount of time but then most users don't have the amount of cards. Half the problem with having a gallery this size is like trying to work out who the decent plays are, especially in cap mode, like it'll go in and if I'm just using the app, whatever, for whatever reason, you know, I have to scroll down pages and pages and pages to find the guys that have only got a, you know, an L15 of 25 are predicted to get a 70 this week or whatever. You know, that's an extreme example, but that's the kind of thing. So. You know the bigger the gallery the harder it gets from that point of view as well uh, i find it so heartbreaking when i click on my players
0: and someone scored like an a 100 that i've not used and it honestly it sits with me and i'm like you are such an idiot <laughs> why have you not just played them that is one of the one things that i'm like oh no especially when you've got like a four lineup this class and then you've got a fifth that scores like 20 and you've got a 100 sitting there in your gallery that you've not even touched that it's is even worse brain.
1: now because of the academy teams so they came up right at the top on your on the Soro dota wrap so you're scrolling you have to scroll through all of those and you see all of the dark greens you know or even like if you've only got three lineups you might see a dark green and exactly that you think oh god i nearly played him
0: again this proves how out of touch i am i won like five pound on that the other day i well, didn't even know you could, could win, win anything 5%. on academy
1: yeah yeah, yeah no, you, i don't know was it a five I want yeah. You no, know, it is a five five uh five dollars um yeah I don't know how that's changing um there's been so much news from so rare recently and I can't remember whether that is being scrapped for fitness or whether they're keeping it going I'm sure that I read somewhere that they were going to get rid of Academy and then credit back people that had bought lineups for that but I don't understand why they couldn't run fitness and Academy together. Maybe I'll have another read. Perhaps I should have had a read before I came on this, but, you know, that's the way we roll. (laughs) But one thing I did read was the um, the introduction of the cash wallet. For me, this is a a bit of a landmark moment for So Rare, being able to sort of, you know, the reason I, for people that don't know, I originally signed up in 20... 20 somewhere around june 2020 that was well before the gary nearly a year before the gary v boom and prices and cards then and the price of ethereum was you know nowhere near where they where their prices and um ethereum's prices even today and if buying ethereum put me off you know i just didn't couldn't get mad around crypto you know i sort of understood the basics but buying it and putting it on there just completely lost me if i'd been able to buy cash then directly into my wallet then you know game over i literally would have signed up there and then and definitely would have put some money in um and it took me another year just after the gary v boom you know probably the second worst time to sign up as opposed to you which was another worst time to sign up but uh so both of us didn't sign up at particularly good times but the cash wallet is you know, potentially immense. I think the the functionality to start won't be massive. Uh, have you noticed or have you logged into your account and seen that you can like sort it out now and everything? I logged in, but I've had nothing come up. I think um, you, when you go to list a card, it like says, I've never listed card in my life. Have you? <laughs> <laughs> I have to look at a few instructions on that first, but it uh, hasn't yeah, for, I, it has I, I for me. It. But I was listing a lot of MLB cards because I'm moving out of MLB. And I thought, you know, I could put that to better use in uh, on the football product, and it something came up and said, "Would you like ETH and cash?" I clicked yes, and then got an error message, and it hasn't come up for me again. So I don't know whether that's a bug that I need to look into, but you know, I'm in no rush anyway, so I'll just say it I, I'll out. It is
0: massive though, because like you said, even now, like, I I don't have a cash balance. So I don't, um, you know, if I get the odd five dollars for the old, uh, the threshold and then. <laughs> I build out to like 15 20 and then maybe buy someone but the thought now if if i've got nothing but i just have a quick look on auctions or whatever and there's someone on there for a fiver and i don't have to go through the whole rigmarole of sorting out converting this to that and going through this place and going through that place and waiting another 20 minutes i can just go bish bash bosh yes five pound come out of my bank buy it and i think that's going to make a massive difference to people being a bit more of the impulsive like yeah go on then because if not you have to think about it and it takes ages to get the money in and you have to go through all the security things i mean i don't know how easy it's going to be to i don't even know if i can can i now just literally go use my bank card bam is that
1: a thing um it will be once you've converted your wallet to the cash wallet so then you'll have two wallets essentially you'll have an ethereum wallet and you'll have a cash wallet and the cash wallet will be in the currency so you know like me i'm assuming you will make that pounds and then, one other thing that you potentially can do is you all cash rewards you get. So, whether that's thresholds or podiums or whatever, you can either have that sent to your cash wallet, converted to pounds, or to your Ethereum wallet. What do you reckon you do? Cash. Cash. I don't want to have to work in Ethereum ever again because
0: <laughs> I don't, I don't, and I go off everything in pounds i've got no idea what ETH is well obviously i know roughly what it is but i don't track how much it's worth i don't look at like the link all i go is Larice is 10 pounds and then i'll go oh it's 12 pounds so i work fully in that anyway like you can if you said to me now what is like one ETH? i'd I'd have absolutely no idea so yeah if i can which i think will be a same of a lot of casual people like me definitely will just go throw me everything in pounds i know that i win five pounds for you know hitting 250 I know that I get £5 for this and £20 for that and I know that Larissa's is £10 and I haven't got to worry about 0.0024 ETH and all that malarkey. So yeah, I think it's going to be it's going to be massive for the casual. I think the experienced people like you guys probably are not too bothered either way because you've understood it and you've played. But anyone that's new or anyone that, you know, is a bit more casual, I think it's massive.
1: It's massive for the platform. Yeah, no, I completely agree. But um, so we spoke about your sort of You know, I don't know how long we've been recording for, 30 minutes so far. So we want to try and keep this first episode under 45. Um, Generally, we'll try and keep them under 45, although, as you can probably tell, we like to drone on. Is Is there anything else on the platform that you think needs to be improved or you would like to see changed or, you know, anything at all? There's nothing that sticks out off the top of my head. The the collections thing has made a
0: massive difference to, again, a casual user's kind of engagement because as before, I wouldn't, you know, I'd just have my collection. I'd kind of just play game week to game week. It gave me actually a reason to log on a little bit and to have a look about where I'm in. You know, I think I'm about 14th in the Spurs Limited kind of rankings. I'm not sure I'll get much higher than that, to be honest, because I'm not going to go and search for number ones and serial numbers and whatever else. So, that has that's made a massive difference the way that I play um and I again I think I heard somewhere when I was just scrolling through Twitter, there's something about like some month-long competitions and things now that for me is a bit more of a yeah I'm all over it um you know we've got experience of that before actually delving down into fiction and stuff and whereas now I can kind of as a very casual user I can play game week to game week I can log on on a, a Monday night I can log on on a Thursday night and that's kind of it but if, you know, there's something, there's a, a, a month competition where I've actually got to think about it a little bit because in game weeks, every, all of these other things do it for you, really. But I don't have to check that much. Yes, it's going to give me the odd thing wrong here and there, but I'm willing to take that. Whereas that will actually make me sit down a little bit and go, okay, you know, this is something to go on. And, I'm, and what I'm hoping is that obviously the Prem starts in like 10 days. I am hoping that something more Prem-wise is going to come in just because I feel like they've now got it on board. Surely now is your time to go. We're gonna, you know, we're gonna fly with this thing. So I'm hoping there's gonna be some kind of prem thing because again, I don't know what percentage of countries, of users there are. You might, you might know that. I don't know. I'm assuming a lot of it is is Great Britain. Am I right in that or wrong in that?
1: No, I think you're wrong in that. I think that um, by far the biggest community, I think, is the French community. As you'd imagine, it is a French company. There's a massive German community. I think Spain and Portugal, both are big communities. I think the UK is growing. I mean, obviously I can't see the numbers. We'll probably get a a better idea from um, who's gonna be listening to this pod uh, from the countries it comes from obviously America because of the NBA and the MLB deals. You know, there's a lot of American users that came in, Um, but yeah, no, I'd be interested to know the breakdown. There is a, there was a, like a, a little, Like thing you could click on i can't remember what it was which showed you where a where a card had literally just been bought it was like a live market thing and it was like a globe and every time a card was bought it showed you the country that that card had been bought in i assume they did it off like ip address of the person that had bought it and this was not long i had it on for like a day just to see where everything was coming from and it wasn't long after the premier league had literally launched so as you can imagine there was a hell of a lot of activity in the UK uh but it was staggering how many different countries people were buying cards in you know I think there was like um an announcement like ages and ages ago now and I think they were saying something like 100 there's players from like 190 countries or something like that which is absurd you know like yeah it's interesting and actually maybe that
0: I've got an edge, probably haven't got an edge. But, you know, my initial thinking is that everybody's biggest knowledge is going to be of the Prem. Of course, it is going to be in any country because, you know, it's the biggest league. But if there's a lot of Germans, a lot of French, obviously, you know, maybe the Prem is their second league or whatever, whereas players from, let's say, Brentford or a, like a Fulham or an Everton, I guess that's maybe where that's second nature to us, to another country. That's like Brentford or maybe Noah, and maybe no Ivan Tony, and maybe that's it. So maybe that's where... We can start to get a bit of a a bit of an edge. Certainly, me as as a casual user, that's why I'm trying to move the majority of my my gallery to the prem, just because obviously I know a little bit more. Um, and I think that way, then you know, if I start to see through the season, and I'm hoping, like I said, that SoRed do some kind of prem month thing or season thing or or whatever to try and you know grip people in because again i've got no idea on finances but i'm pretty sure that to get the prem license it must have cost them a fair bomb um i would like to think that they're going to put a lot of eggs into it because you know right now i wouldn't and this is probably going to sound bad but I, I wouldn't recommend so rare to a friend number one just because i'm a bit wary of prices and i think that there's loads of cards and not quite enough users yet um <laughs> so you know i wouldn't want to go to one of my friends go and buy this person, and then you know, in a month's time, he's he's bombed in price. standing when the new cards come out, but I think that's another thing that if there's a bit more of a prem focus, I think when you're looking at the English market, which is massive for this kind of thing, it really is. Obviously, FBA was is, is huge. I know that it's very different, and there's probably been taught down to the ground. like I said I've, I don't really consume so rare content, so I don't really know where people go with it. But you know, there's even if you can convert like one percent of that market, you're you're looking at. A lot of players in there and I think that that's when we'll start to see a bit more of a once you've got a settled user base with a settled number of cards then I think the platform flies because everything else that you know for me as a casual it ticks all of my boxes for you as someone that wants to be like fully engrossed it, it ticks all your boxes as well so I think that's the only thing that's missing for me to you know actually go lads there's this it's wicked get involved right now I'd be a little bit wary but apart from that yeah I think if they can thrive on the prem give me something big um, then I think certainly my engagement within the platform would be a lot higher in the coming season because I am, I can't wait for Champ Europe to come back. And for me, the championship is quite a big thing as well. A lot of my gallery, you know, was a lot of championship loans this year, which I think as I've started to look on um, my lineups this weekend, I think a lot of the players have disappeared (laughs) back to their normal clubs, or to different countries. And my uh, my second division lineups not going to be anywhere near as strong this year, but that's the kind of thing that for me, as a player that just wants to enjoy the fantasy element of it, it's going, I've got loads of Prem players, I've got loads of Championship players, I just want to go and throw them into as many things as I possibly can, because at the minute, I do have to leave a lot of players out, and obviously I know that's down to my own accord, but if there was more things for me to tie cards up in, then I'm all over it.
1: Yeah, no, I completely agree. And I don't know when they're going to be launching the the free-to-play game for Premier League. I guess the absolute latest will be is next week. Um, It'd be nice if they could get it out sooner than later. I know there was a... Dan, uh, Dan from So Rare, was on uh, on the podcast uh, or on a stream with uh, Leeds last week, I think, and he was saying that um, they were going to be releasing the Premier League free play game next week. So right before the Premier League season, I think it was pointed out to him that it'd be nice if he could get it out even quicker because, you know, at the moment on um, you know Twitter and the socials. You know, people are putting out their FPL teams, they're putting out their first drafts and stuff like that. And I think that if they get could open the free, free-to-play game a little bit earlier, it'd be nice. Because then, you know, you could have all of that buzz around the Premier League season. Also, um, the main man who loves a pump tweet, Nicola Julia, he uh, tweeted out um, yesterday, I think, he was like, um, cash wallet, tick, and it was mobile soon and marketing soon i think the mobile people were saying will you better buy cards on mobile i don't think you will i think there's so many regular regulatory reasons why that can't happen um i think that what he was talking about was probably the mobile game there's this mobile game that they've been talking about um provisionally called kickoff which is a bit confusing because there's already a game on so called kickoff so i'll be surprised if they don't change the name of that but that's meant to be like a free-to-play game where you go to the pub or down to your um, football club and you're watching a game with people. You can say, "Look, get on this app, download this app, select a team, and put fivers in, and it will tot up the scores on the sores scoring matrix. So you can literally just set up a game just for you and your mates to run during a single football game. So it doesn't run for a whole weekend; it's literally just for one game. As far as I know, we, you know, we've only had the headline details." And I think that could be interesting, probably not for me, because I'm an old man and I don't go out much. But you know, for a youngster like you who likes to go out and socialise still, I think, you know, things like that potentially could be interesting. So but you know, it'll have to see what implementation Sora uh, have when they launch the launch that. And then the marketing. Um, a lot of people have mentioned it. I sort of uh did a little thread, I think, earlier on in the week or last week talking about when i anticipated things to come and i anticipated a lot more marketing would come this season i think they wanted to get everything right they wanted to get a frictionless process for sign up they wanted to get away from ethereum i think the cash wallet probably was the final straw and i think well, we'll see a lot more marketing this year we still we see it anyway like football grounds when um i don't know whether they have it when a goal is scored i imagine you can do that like these days like because they're all um digital aren't they the, the boards around the games like when a goal scored or something like that you have so rare suddenly becomes the adder around the outside i know the only reason i noticed that was because someone tweeted it the other day saying perfect timing but um yeah it's quite interesting i think, i'm sure there's loads of things they can do i know up until now they've relied on you know the community to sort of you know pass the information out using influencers and i think they've probably tapped that market now Now's the time to sort of go, you know, go big. But So we'll see anyway. But yeah, I think marketing definitely coming. So for the rest of the the season, I think that going forward, we'll try and do uh, giveaways on here. I've got a few cards and a few ideas for things we'll do. We'll see when the, the EPL league launches. Maybe we'll do a private league just for listeners of the show. And again, I'll chuck in some cards for winners of that. Probably just do it over a month or something to keep them short you know so people don't I've got loads of one pound cards I can throw in there mate don't you worry (laughs) there we go if that's not tempting I don't know what (laughs) it is can I can put in some two pound cards there we go nice (laughs) don't say we don't treat you (laughs) so yeah we've got lots of lots of nice stuff planned going forward we'll try and have guests probably not for the first couple of episodes but I've got a couple of people in mind I know one of the uh one of the people's out in the UK at the moment um Big thanks to Plastician, the so rare DJ and global DJ who has kindly sent me while we're on air a couple of tracks to listen to. So I'll have a listen to those and we'll whack one of those in as the theme music. So, you know, give a big thanks to uh, Plastician. He does an excellent um, live stream on Twitch. I think well, they record their um record their show um end product and then they also put that out on YouTube and obviously on the podcast really good show I love um Quinny I've met a few times plastician I've met a few times really sort of you know good pair of lads not wanting to drive people over there but I'm pretty sure if you listen to that and you know you're not going to uh not listen to this and vice versa but uh so we've got loads of good stuff planned but uh, I think for the first show that sort of gives us sort of an idea of what we're going to be doing and a little bit more about both of us but uh so that's everything from me say goodbye and i'll pass it over to callum to get us out of it
0: yeah should we just do one thing before we finish david i just want to pick one player that's gonna smash the next game week because i did a little bit of preparation for this podcast i don't know about you i bet you didn't did you no i didn't i didn't know we were going no to do but this. see i am right and what i want this community. look at you to look at this you're a changed man they i want them to understand that there is one casual here that is going to to beat you most weeks (laughs) and because that's all it takes sometimes it's just a little bit of of background knowledge but yeah I'm I'm massively excited for the podcast and like I said it will be a lot of strategy talk and a lot of players talk and hopefully you'll be able to get the perspectives of like we said someone that is very deep into everything content Players, rares, so uh, super rares, and someone that is, you know, will stick in limiteds. Once players that they know is very casual, um, and hopefully that will be a nice little contrast. But for this game week, so we are. I'm going to make a little tally, and every time we'll have a little competition, and we'll put some kind of wager on the line. I'll, I'll put in my highest price card, and you'll put in yours. And... <laughs> <laughs> I've sold him that, <laughs> Yeah. Which could um, been... my one for this week. Obviously, the championship is back which I cannot wait for. So I feel like proper football is back. And my uncle is a, is a Watford fan. So that's kind of my second team. And he said they've had a very good pre-season. I think um, I know who you're going to pick. I think I know who you're going to pick. Oh, maybe. They're at home to QPR and QPR, to say the least, are not looking good in, in any way. So they're, you know, by a lot of people, a tipped to certainly go down, if not be right near the bottom. And there's a player that has been injured a lot of last season, but he came the back end of this year. And it's Imran Lusa, um, who is pretty much when Watford play well, he plays well. No, the other way around. When he plays well, Watford play well. Um, he's on a lot of set pieces. He kind of dominates most of their their play. Obviously, they've got a new manager, so they'll be looking to impress that first home game. You know, favourites against the QPR side. Like I said, they're going to struggle. And towards the back end of last year, it's kind of last goals: so an 82, an 81, he at 33, but then he at 67, a 54, and 81, at 94 a couple of weeks back. So. For someone that is probably less than a tenner, I've got no idea in price, about 13 quid limited, about 120 rare. Um, he is my pick to beat your player this week. And I've, I've got a rule, by the way, you can't pick like an obvious like Kane and Mbappe, that's cheating. There's got to be someone that's a little bit more out there. Should we say you can't pick
1: the same player again once you've picked that? Absolutely, yes. All right, nice. Okay, well, that, that is an excellent pick. And that's When you mentioned Watford, I knew that that was the player you were going to pick because he is a baller um and there'll be no pumping and dumping on this show because as we've both said we're hoarders so we won't be doing the dumping part <laughs> um my pick is someone i picked up yesterday after going on a little bit of a, a league de deep dive and i decided my league team of the season is going to be a team that was relegated no surprise there from league un, and i've been buying a few of their players a few rares a couple of limited and a guy i think is going to be pulling the strings and a lot of it is expected of him this season and he's a forward card which is always good so if someone's getting involved in the game and they're a forward card they hopefully pick up a decent AA, even if they don't score obviously they, they were awful last year but they're dropping down in division and they're going to be playing against the dregs of league um and apparently a team from league 3 as well because one of the teams in league has gone into bankruptcy so it looks like they've been relegated um i can't remember off the top of my head which team it is and it was the the bottom not the bottom team it was the fourth bottom team from last season that's staying up now although it seems ludicrous that they tell them that literally about five days before you actually start the season but fair enough um so the player i'm going to pick is gold uh, i should be able to pronounce this my daughter's half french my ex is french Gautier, Gautier Hein. So you spell it. G-A-U-T-H-I-E-R, and his surname is Hein, H E I N. And from going on a bit of deep dive in fan accounts from Oxair fans, it sounds like he's gonna be the guy that's pulling the strings. So yeah, that's my guy for this week. I think I've comfortably won that looking at
0: his previous scores. He's never hit more than a
1: sixty-eight, David. I know, yeah. That's why it's a bit of an out there pick. I'll let you have the first week. I like it.
0: I like it. If I lose this week, I'll throw a £1 card into next week. That's all I can offer.
1: (laughs) Well, actually, one other player, because I'll try and get this out today, and we're recording on, is it Wednesday or Thursday? Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, one other player to keep an eye on this week is Shane Duffy. I just see this bloke's hair, by the way. It's horrendous blue hair. Yeah, no, that has to be a bet, surely. <laughs> if his card comes out this season and it's still blue, then, you know, I'll be selling up. <laughs> <laughs> uh Shane Duffy, who's moved to... Oh, my God. I can't That's remember. Is Brighton, it. Shane Duffy? No, 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 he's now at Norwich. He's started every pre-season game. He's got an L15 of 10. Looks like he's definitely starting... You know he's a decent Premier League quality centre back, although obviously he didn't play much last season. Went out and loan to Fulham where he played a little bit, but not much. He's now dropped down in division. He's a pretty dominant guy. He used to get the odd goal from corners for Brighton, so I anticipate he could have a relatively good season as well. But be interesting to see. But he's got an L15 of 10. He sounds like a good cap player to me. Just yeah, exactly. right not very knowledge there right should we try this again try getting out of here again before we turn yeah let's go this time all right (laughs) that's a bye from me i'll chuck it over to callum have a lovely week and we'll speak
0: to you next week take care